forget the principles of knowledge and really and ritualistic actions. May God be there, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who appeared as an incarnation to protect religious principles, protect me from the dirt of the age of Kali. Or this verse mentions various incarnations of the Supreme Personality of Godhead who appear for various purposes. Kilabhyasadev, Mahamuni compiled the Vedic literatures for the benefit of all human society. If one wants to be protected from the reactions of ignorance, even in this age of conflict, one may consult the books left by Shilavya namely the four Vedas, Sangha, Yajura, Rit, and Atharva, the 108 Upanishad, Vedanta Sutra, Brahma Sutra, Mahabharata, Srimapagatam, Mahapurana, Vakadev's commentary on the Brahma Sutra, and the other 17 Puranas. Only by the mercy of Sila Dasadev do we have so many volumes of transcendental knowledge to save us from the clutches of ignorance. As described by Sri Jayadeva Goswami in his Vasavata Stotra, Lord Buddha here apparently described and I mean decried the Vedic knowledge. Nindasi Yajna Vidhe Ahaya Suti Jatam Tadaya Vidaya Dasita Pasupatam Kesavadrita Buddha Savira Jaya Jagadi Shahade. The mission of Lord Buddha was to save people from the abominable activities of animal killing and to save the poor animals from being you know, uh, unnecessarily killed. When Pashandas were cheating by killing animals on the plea of sacrificing them in Vedic Yagyas, Lord, the Lord said, If the Vedic injunction allow animal killing, I do not accept the Vedic principles. Thus, he actually saved people who acted according to Vedic principles. One should therefore surrender to Lord Buddha so that he can help one avoid misusing the injunctions of Vedas. The Kalkya Avatar is the fierce incarnation who vanquishes the classes of the atheists born in this age of Kali. Now, in the beginning of Kali Yuga, many irreligious principles are in effect, and as Kali Yuga advances, many pseudo-religious principles will certainly be introduced, and people will forget the real religious principles unsighted, un unsighted by Lord Krishna before the beginning of Kali Yuga, namely principles of surrender under the lotus feet of Lord of the Lord. Unfortunately, because of Kali Yuga, foolish people do not surrender to the lotus feet of Krishna. Even most people who claim to belong to the Vedic system of religious religion are actually opposed to the Vedic principles. Every day they manufacture a new type of dharma on the plea that whatever one man manufactures is also a path to liberation. Atheist men generally say, According to this view, there are hundreds and thousands of different opinions in human society, and each opinion has a valid religious principle. This philosophy of rascals has killed the religious principles mentioned in the Vedas. And such philosophies will become increasingly influential as Kali Yuga progresses. In the last stage of Kali Yuga, Kauti Dev, 
the fierce incarnation of Krishna will descend to kill all the atheists and, and will save only the devotees of the Lord. so thick and so strong that 
it pushes us away from Krishna, further and further into Maya. The illusion, what you see, covering what you see of Krishna in the form of Maya is so strong that it pushes us away. That's why it's a struggle. It's a struggle for devotees. Rudhi's Kali Yuga is a cunning. It means dark. It's a dark age. This age will clouded. Our consciousness is clouded by ignorance. And it becomes harder for us to take shelter of Krishna. It blocks us from taking shelter of Krishna. We forget the religious principles, the Vedic principles here. That's why Pasadena wrote these books. Because for our deliverance, And particularly mentioned in this purple and in this verse, Buddha Dev, Lord Buddha. Uh, he is very merciful. And Lord Buddha was, uh, as a prince, appeared in a uh, very wealthy, uh, as a prince. And his father didn't want him to go out of there, outside the world, and see what is going on out there. He was keeping him imprisoned uh, in, in his palace. But Buddha means one who is intelligent. And intelligent persons want to know more than what his surroundings are. So he wanted to go out. And that um, in the middle of the night, he, uh, he got on the horse and went out, went out. And he saw there is so much suffering. Not like what he is thinking this. And so nice in his palace. There's more suffering out there. And he realized this world is a miserable place. For all his disease. And he he was wearing all this jewelry on him and a crown. He threw it all on the ground and he left for the forest. And his purpose is that at that time people were killing animals. Like now, it's worse than ever. Uh, slaughterhouses of animals being slaughtered every day. And people think it is normal to eat animals. Just a few days ago, I did the Yankee ceremony in a, in a Bengali house. They're from Bangladesh. People are very cultural, they're singing, but they all eat fish and other animals. And somehow people think it is a cultural thing to eat meat. How is that? Every scripture condemns us from not eating animals. And God Himself, uh, He is he, a vegetarian. <laughs> if Bhagavad Gita Krishna says, You go ahead and eat meat, we will. But He didn't. So Lord Buddha was condemning. And Vyasadeva, he wrote the, the four Vedas. All of the Vedas are mentioning that one should abide by the principles of Dharma. Dharma Sahasthapa. That's why Krishna, he uh, came to protect us from this ignorance. It's a simple thing, eating. Eating, just eating. What does it make us? Just need something to put in our mouth. Why do we have to kill an animal to eat? He can eat grain, vegetables, fruits, so much is provided for us. We don't need to eat something that's living. Anything that lives 
Anything that moves has a consciousness. They're moving because there's life in it. That's why we have a book called Life Come From Life. What is life? Life, because there's something moving in it. The consciousness is a symptom of a soul. The soul is full of consciousness. That's why we, a devotees of Krishna, we don't really want to hurt an ant. That's because, that is the, the mercy of a Vaishnava, mercy of a compassionate person. What do you speak of hurting your own self? Sometimes we do yoga very stretch, very full on, according to the way the yoga sastra, one should aspire to be healthy but not force yourself because it hurts you. And that takes the principle of hurting yourself is known as ahimsa. Hurting yourself, what do you speak of hurting others? When you say something to someone, you should not hurt them. That's the extent of understanding what is ahamsa. If I say something, you are, you are a dog. <laughs> you feel angry. So we have to say something which is suitable. That you feel... Um, the most suitable thing to say something is religious principles. Dharma. About God, love of God. Principles from the, from the Vedas. It's all the Vedas. Conclusion of all the Vedas. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita. Conclusion of all the scriptures. It's to serve me. It's to realize me. It's to develop love for me. It's to come to me. Antayana <coughs> At the time of death, think of me. So Vasudev wrote so many books. And Prabhupada says here, this book, is the Bhagavad Purana, Mahapurana, Srimad Bhagavatam. Only by the mercy of Srila Vasudev do we have so many valuable transmit knowledge to save us from the process of ignorance. This month, all of, all of the devotees in the temple, especially the Brahmacharis and those who are on the book derived, are very seriously, very working hard to distribute books. This is why. These books are not just some um, books that tells you how to economical book. It's a transcendent knowledge. Derives away the humans. Spiritual books. This is how we show our compassion. Give knowledge to others. That's what Guru means. Vasudeva is the ultimate guru. He gave us this knowledge. He wrote these books for the people of Kali Yuga. And Srila Prabhupada, time and time, stress, emphasize book distribution. Distribute books, distribute books. Even though we are going on Harinam, whole bunch of devotees are on the Harinam. Distribute books. So it's a very good combination. We're chanting at the same time. Devotees going around distributing books because there are people who are standing there interested to see us. That means they have some interest to in Krishna consciousness, what we are doing, what we are singing. Then they want to know a bit more. So then we come around with the books. Then they explain to more in the books. As Prabhupada's mercy, we have these books 
Srila Prabhupada's books. Before Prabhupada, all his books were not translated in English. They were in Sanskrit and Bengali. Prabhupada's mercy, these books are now available in all the languages. He said, Mercy. And when, when I first joined, they used to tell us he had to learn English because all Prabhupada's books are in English. Now we can get Tamil books, Bengali books, uh, Arabic. This is his mercy. The languages are there to describe the glory of Krishna, not talk nonsense. All the languages is there to glorify Krishna. That is the purpose of languages, actually. Not to talk about your food and business. So, Prabhupada, uh, we, we wanted to speak to Prabhupada. And uh, uh, they said, Prabhupada, uh, like, only speaks English because even though it's Bengali, he was speaking English because all his disciples from the US and European. And so, uh, we, we, some of the group of boys, we had to go see Prabhupada and say something to him in English. That's part of our English learning. Imagine that. He speaks to Prabhupada in English. Fear Bodhi. It's like talking to Krishna in English. Yeah, Krishna spoke English, uh, I guess, because Prabhupada was speaking. And he chose to go to America. So then, uh, we have to leave the five of us. We have to see Prabhupada and give him a rose. And tell him, please accept this uh, as a gift. Uh, why? My humble obeisances and he said prayers. And we were all all day practicing. My dear Shortopas, please accept my most humble obeisances at your lotus feet. Give the rose, pay for Dhammapati. And that's part of our learning because we had to learn English. See how much how much English we know. And it was so difficult to say obeisances. That's the difficult word. <laughs> obeisances. I didn't even know what it means. They said, you pay your wishes. Then I knew. So it was very easy to learn English because everybody there was speaking English, uh, except us. And so we knew no Mughalati, no Busharam. That's the first English. I'm in charge. The second English. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then yeah, and they said, clean the bathroom. Ah. You need the English. Clean it. Wash your clothes. We knew that much English. These are all the words they're telling us. And then, so, there were five of us. Four of the boys were American, so it was easy for them. No, three, three of them were American, two of us were Bengali. So for them it was easy, but they were little kids, me too. So it was, they were also learning English because they were little boys. So it was Siva Jara, that's what he managed his son, very small kid. We were like, oh, we were all five years old, six years old. So we put in the American boys first, because they already know English. And I was the last. I had a piece of paper. My dear Shopapa, please accept my most humble wishes, give the rose. <laughs> and then um, everyone was paying their wishes and they sat down in front of him on the gabi. In my office, they have his room, still have the same way that it's laid out. It was my turn. Now I'm gonna <laughs> and then I walked in. I said, my dear Shalapapa, please accept my most. Obeisance is a very difficult word. 
I'm like obeisances. I couldn't, I can't figure it out. I start and I beg my obeisances. Why didn't say obeisances? And I forgot the word. <laughs> it's a difficult word. So and I gave him the rose, offered a big smile, and he gave us a, a salute. As he gave me a sweet. And sometimes people go in the army, there's no food, they have a special tablet they eat. It's like eating food. They keep you going the whole day. So I got that coconut ladder. I didn't have to eat anything all day. I was just meditating, proper, slow his hand. I got the coconut ladder. I didn't want to eat anything. I thought I just experience this coconut ladder the Prabhupada gave from his lotus hand. I just want to keep that in my mouth. I didn't wash my mouth all day, I was tasting that the back of my teeth. We were like so enamored by Prabhupada and his mercy. It was so crazy. When they washed his feet, the water would disappear. I don't know, somebody would grab and go up somewhere in the building and drink it all. <laughs> Everybody was running after him, and then people running after the people who were running after him, and then this, the water was gone. This way it was like big Lila happening. The Prabhupada, uh, something Prabhupada gave someone, you would never see it. When Prabhupada would throw the flower at you, and asked that everyone, each petal was lost. We couldn't find it. Whether you got it in the air, or you fall on the ground, you squashed it, and it's all only a dhoti, yeah, stained. And next day we sat down for Bhagavatam class, all our dhoti was stained. Nobody cared. They said, this is stained of Prabhupada's mercy. It's all almost different color. Because they were dancing so much that the flowers got squashed onto the floor. So when you sit on it, squashed off floor, flower, it gets the stain will get in the dhoti. They didn't have chemical material that the stained. We will say, oh, this is all Prabhupada's mercy. And six months later, still stained. Prabhupada's gone to another country and we still have stained dhotis. This is Prabhupada's mercy. So, so Prabhupada's mercy that we have these books translated into English. So originally, when Prabhupada was here, they didn't have these books in different languages. And once we were all traveling to um, Allahabad to attend Prabhupada's at Kumela, 1977. So the bus full of devotees, all sannyasis, there was Guru Kipa, um, Sudama Maharaj, all. And so they chose me and a few other group boys to go with them. So we drove, bus full of devotees drove from Navadi to go to Allahabad. It's from the other side. And so they parked the bus at night at Gaya. Gaya, that's a place where, um, what's the name, another name for it? Varanasi. So the bus was attacked at night because bus full of Western people. So that the people thought these Americans, they have a lot of money. So we all went to sleep, and Jayapata Kamaras was guarding the bus overnight. And he spoke Hindi and Bengali, not that way. So apparently he spoke to them. He said, listen, we are sannyasis, we don't have money, we are sadhus. 
and there was one book that was translated into Hindi. Uh, I think it was that book was a question answer that book, first book in Hindi. And Jai Bhaktivedanta he ended up selling that book to them. He 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 said, "We don't have money. We live on uh, uh, you know simple We're like beggars." And like this, Mara spoke to them in Hindi. And they walked away with books, of books. So, he uh, saw the mercy of the previous Acharyas, the mercy of Prabhupada, the mercy of the Vasudev, that we have these books today in all the different languages. So, if you can really understand the principles of Dharma, then we have to study these books, the four Vedas. Like I said, the conclusion of the Vedas is devotion to Krishna, is to surrender to Krishna. That's why Krishna says Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita is divided into three sections. Sambandha, Abhidaya, Prayana. The beginning first four, four, the beginning six chapters of the Bhagavad Gita is to establish one's relationship with Krishna, who we are. That's why Krishna said in the second chapter, I'm in this body, in the middle six chapter, Krishna explained devotional service. The process. The process is through service. And explained more extensively. And towards the end of the Bhagavad Gita, the last six chapter, the 18th chapter, at the end he says, Sarvanamantra surrender to me. The goal. The goal of the all, the principles of Dharma is to surrender to me. It's very clear. So those who are doing Bhagavad this is how they, 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 they study. And then there is details. How to attain the goal. But ultimately, the principle of the Bhagavad Gita is to surrender to Krishna. Krishna says, surrender to me. Sarvadharma, give up everything, surrender to me. But in the middle, he explains more about different things. You have to do austerity, control the senses, explained in the second chapter also. Sixth chapter. Control the senses like this. So, why is it animal killing condemned so much? Because we don't have the we don't have the the authority to turn, take, take someone else's life. That's one thing. And the the Deeper principle of that is to understand that there is God behind who created. It's His job. Everyone is implicated in karma. If something is moving, means there is there's a, there is a derived force in it. There is life energy. That's why it's moving. Why is this cup not moving? Unless I have magic, I can make a cup to me. I have to pick it up. Why is it that you had to go and bring the water from the ashram? I can just go like that, water will come. But there's no life in it. We have life. That's why you can move it. This thing doesn't have a life. Dead matter. You see, something that has a life, it will find its way to come out of it. Yesterday, Sevi Bhagavan found this uh, a mango tree inside the garden bin. Maybe you're showing it. <laughs> now it's in the ashram, it's growing. 
is so big. I remember, I, I went to take a bath in the, in the Ganges, was in the Ganges, some uh, big pond. And I, I went home. Hours later, I found this thing back on my leg. It was a leech. In a leech, they suck your blood. And they are so creepy. You won't even notice that they are. They are just nicely drinking your blood. Back on the leg. I saw freaked out. And I was trying to pull it, it was like a rubber band. It wasn't coming off. My father said, I have the way, he just put salt and it fell off. I was so angry, I stayed my knife, I was cutting it on the pieces. <laughs> and it was still moving. Damn thing. <laughs> so I would kill his eyes like that. We're sucking blood of someone's back of the leg. And we try to pull it, and it doesn't, it's, they're still there. They put salt. <laughs> so, Janaka Krishna is the way to um, to exchange shelter of Krishna, humbly approaching at the lotus foot of Krishna, like it says here. May Lord Krishna protect me with his club in the first portion of the day. And may Govinda, who is always engaged in playing his flute, protect me in the second portion of the body. So, we have to pray to the Lord um, like this. Please protect me. Humbly approach to the Lord. Please help me, protect me. I'm helpless. I'm useless. Please protect me. That's the attitude of a devotee. Like a child, Prabhupada says, like a child calling a mother. We are chanting Hare Krishna, we have to approach Krishna. Hare Hare Krishna. Innocently with devotion. Krishna is there to listen to us, to protect us. He's always there to protect us. Your best friend, your husband, your wife, they all go away. But Krishna is always there. Sridham Samabhutana, Krishna said, I am the friend of all living entities. He never leaves us. He, he is our eternal companion. He is our friend. He, we have so many friends in this world. Sometimes your best friend, they are best cheating you. They take your money go away. But Krishna is the best friend. He is always in our mind. So he's always there to protect us. This month is the month of Lord Vishnu. Next picture this Sunday, right? He's going to take his appearance, Lord Vishnu. And Prahlad Maharaj, a small boy, five years old, he is clinging unto Lord Krishna by chanting Hare Krishna. They gave him, they gave him poison, enough poison to kill hundreds of men. Paladmar said, you know, they gave him this food. He said, eat! Here the Guru said, eat! I did the drama and all that. <laughs> My dear divine father, but first I must offer to Krishna. <laughs> Just eat! <laughs> 
This one time I was in Mexico, we were in South India actually, when I was in Gurukul. And uh, so we, we, we hired all the props. And I was in, I was Michigan, another boy was in Mexico. And we all were wearing metal helmet, prop, like metal helmet, not plastic. So, Helen Kapshapur's helmet got scratched. So he was bleeding, really bleeding. <laughs> and in the drama, he was bleeding, and I was, I was beating him out. I'm ashamed of So he was on my lap, he was bleeding, and he was crying. <laughs> and, and everybody was like, hey. <laughs> so good drama. Because he actually was really bleeding with his metal, metal helmet. And then we all went in the back and we had to call the people with the, uh, uh, the band-aids and medicines. I loved it though. Yeah. So, Nishinele is there to protect the devotees. Lord Krishna is there to protect the devotees. We have to pray to Him. If we don't pray to Nishinele, if we don't pray to Krishna, we are here beautiful Balabalabal. He's always there for us. If we don't stand there just saying, you know, I, yeah, just a couple days ago, there was this one guy came in and he was really praying. I can, I can see his mouth was going off. I don't know what he was praying. And then he took off. I thought, if we pray like that, I would have never gone anywhere. But he was maybe praying to his. Um, uh, I want to pass this exam and please help me to find a job, you know, different things. So we have to pray to Krishna so we can serve him nicely. Just, just a few days ago, uh, I think just a few days ago was Mother's Day. Did you remember? Everybody was, every, every page in the Facebook was Mother's Day thing. So I thought uh, I might as well write something too about my mother. So I put this big thing. People are still putting thumbs up, you know. Uh, so, uh, it was a glorious talk. So she used to call me when I was living in China. All the way from India, she used to call me. I gave her a mobile phone just so she can call me. Because I'm going. So she said, have you taken your know, Pashadam? Have you eaten? I said, do you have anything to say? Like important things. <laughs> Calling all the way from India. Of course, I'm making sure I eat. So that's mother's love. So I, I wrote in the thing, I said, she never wanted anything from me. But she asked me one time, maybe to Australia, I said, you are living one step out of my boat. <laughs> He's staying in the body down. I said, okay, whatever you want. So she said, she used to never ask me anything except that I become his good, of Krishna's good devotee. This is the ambition of the devotees. That our desire to serve Krishna, how we can improve in our service to Krishna. How we can be a good devotee of Krishna. Because at the end of life, this is the verdict of the, all the scriptures. That we are practicing to be a good devotee in throughout our life. And at the time of death is going to be test. The exam, final exam. The final example is, are you going to remember Krishna? Everything is going over your face, what you did in your life. Sometimes it happens now. 
When you feel sick or something in a hospital, you have a dream, a life experience. Don't think oh, I am 25, I'm young, you know, I can do whatever I like. This is my friend, you know, she then becomes a saint. Muddy, the mother come on. <coughs> he had to put his blood around, cancer, so many things. He's only young, maybe young, maybe thirty or younger. So read the scripture nicely. About Chan Krishna, a bit more sincerely. Am I increasing in my love for Krishna? Am I becoming attached to serving Krishna? What am I doing here? As a devotee, this is a serious business being as a human life. See, we have so many Maharajis here, so many devotees. I saw, I was coming, I saw some of you are running to get to temple seven o'clock to see the deity. This is good, very good ambition to get on time to see the deity. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was in Jagannath Puri. He used to run beyond time for Mughalati to see Lord Jagannath. He himself was God. And he was doing that to show an example. Bhaktagash, what is to be devotee. So, if we can develop the character of a devotee, compassion, character, there's six qualities for a devotee mentioned. You know, compassion is, is the primary quality. Humility, merciful to others. So then we will be able to understand more deeply what we are doing by generation, more deeply. Any questions? I know you don't want to ask questions because the class one is early. At least it's only 8.30. We can go up to another five minutes. You ask, you ask questions, means it's good for me, then I can expand my understanding. Otherwise, I don't know what to say. I mean, I know what to say, but give you a chance to um, say something. Or comments. China for 10 years, 10 years, it's a long time, and there are so many Buddhist temples, very amazing, atheistic country, but here's the Buddhist temple, I love those, they're huge Buddha, there's one Buddha in Hong Kong, it's on a mountain, it's like a hill, so you have to step, wow. and so, and Buddha's temple, they have a vegetarian restaurant, and we used to go in there because there's no temple, no, we don't have a temple in China. They have to find devotee and they're working and it's all secretive and very difficult to have gathering. And you know, they cook such good Chinese vegetables and they write on the wall, no fish, no egg, no onion, no garlic, very strict. 
Anybody in Indian restaurant, they put a young in early. They're very strict. Buddhist restaurant. They offer the food to Buddha. And they have none, they singing. So they have they are very strict about about realization. No matter how strict they are the government, still you can't stop people from serving Buddha in China. So I used to think our devotees also, you know, there's so much restriction in China that the devotees that a few weeks ago Radha's around giving the class, we we're talking about these things. And the devotees they find a ways. I see them with big bag in the train, some of them empty lock. They don't care. They're very, very strict devotees. They, have, they only have Sunday feast program. Heaps of devotees. In a small room, very quiet. I was all scared because maybe the engine will come, so we should put all the shoes inside. People get suspicious what's going on inside. We do keep them very softly. Uh, the neighbor down here. That's ridiculous. The way I repeat that means like drive drive me nuts. So when I have a huge kid and I go to Hong Kong. I don't care to and stuff. But there's been a few kidnaps. So the devotees, we need to be very enthusiastic about what we do. Then you can drive the mile away. Don't give yourself a gap. Don't give one inch. Say your mind says it go somewhere, don't go. Stay here. Even if you're not doing anything, just be part of the temple. That's how strict you have to be. How to tell yourself. Okay, very soon. Shri Bhagavatam Vasudevaya. Shri Bhagavatam Vasudevaya. Very soon.